The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. I'm Johnny Mags. Welcome back. Thank you all for tuning in. If you're new to the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. Got an exciting show today. I say that every week, but they're all exciting, Chrissy. It's because they are. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Nice. Where the hell? Okay, there we go. Hi, C-Mac. Hi, Kent. Look, I can do it for you. <laughs> I like to help. Perfect. Yeah, the bingo. Post done. Got that. He's not lonely, C-Mac. I'm here. C-Mac, while I'm thinking of it right now, book um, July 26th there, pal. We got a special guest on that day that I need you here for. If you can make it, of course. Hi, Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve, you give that little Stevie a hug and kiss for me. Happy birthday, sweetheart. She's four today. Oh, happy birthday, Stevie. Uh, So, yeah, let's get going. (laughs) Speaking of Uncle Steve, Chrissy. Yes, Johnny. Why is it that when I have a barbecue, nobody is coming, but you live next door, and there's a line down the street. Why is that? Because I'm using Uncle Steve's shakes, and you're not. Well, that's not 100% true. That's awkward. He does, Uncle Steve. He really does. (laughs) Let's pretend. Uncle Steve's shake has 12 varieties made of some of the freshest ingredients on the market, from the competition line to the smoke bomb Thick meat, gated shake for that little citrus flavor to your barbecue. Mm-hmm. Fantastic customer service because it's him. It is him. him. He is the judge, the jury, and the executioner all in one. You call any of your shake needs, Uncle Steve will pick up the phone and he'll oh. handle it for you or answer any of your questions personally. If you don't like the customer service, he'll put you through to HR, and that's still him. That's so, still him. Yeah, I guess. You know, he might throw his voice a little bit, but you'll get there. <laughs> uh, check him out at UncleSteveShake.com, and check out the Facebook group, Uncle Steve Shake Nation, Shake for uh, some giveaways, some other deals. You know, just, he throws his stuff out at a whim. Why did I just get an echo over there? Just checking. Oh, okay. Just doing my job over here. God, why you got to call me out? So get yourself some Uncle Steve's shake. Shake some on everything. Everything. And we're also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling thanks to uh, my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today I am smoking the Alfonso Production Limitada. Not even available at the moment, other than to us. Other than to us. See? Hey, I'm smoking. VIP. That's right. Thanks to twoguyscigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. 
Also brought to you by Backline Fabrication and Backline Smoke as Ryan Newland is building some of the wildest pits coming out of Austin, Texas today. 250-gallon, 500,000 gallons. His multi-tool charcoal grill slash, slash plancha slash Santa Maria slash God knows what else. <laughs> if you can think it, Ryan can build it. Ryan has different conversations with you through the process, and he'll take little bits and pieces of your conversation and add them to whatever cooking device you are having Ryan built from the ground up, I might add. Check them out at Backline Fab on all social medias. That's Backline Fab. Also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Yeah. Our brother Alan Fonte knows a little something about fire management. He is a Miami Dade firefighter. He has designed these gloves on every aspect of the barbecue game, made of 100% food grade silicone. The patented magnetic clips for an easy on off. You don't drop the gloves. Boom, right back on, and you're good to go. Heat rated up to 500 degrees, despite what C-Max says. <laughs> Web fit for firm grip, one size fits all, dishwasher safe, and proudly made right here in the USA. Yep. Visit them at magnachef.com. That's magna with an E, chef.com. And at checkout, use code ROYAL21, as in American Royal 21, for 15% off your order. Order a couple pairs for yourself. One for the barbecue trail, one for the backyard, one for the kitchen. They, you can literally move your coals around with your hands, with the gloves, and not feel a thing. They are fantastic. You will not drop anything. It stays. Like, hear that. That's just the grips right ribbed, there. Ribbed for the barbecue Ribbed for pleasure. the barbecue pleasure. <laughs> so check them out at magnuschef.com. Magnuschef, master the fire. It also brought to you by Custom Cutting Boards are us.com. Ian Hemming is making some of the best cutting boards out there on the market today coming out of Magnolia, Texas. I consider these, I call these cutting boards the Yeti of cutting boards. Mm -hmm. I've had mine for four, at least four years now, and they take an absolute beating, and they are still pristine from the dishwasher board, so your standard countertop size board, to the massive 18 by 36 brisket board, and to the newly on the market pizza board. For that perfect slice every time. I still gotta get one of those. I'm so bad at cutting. Oh, they're pizza. awesome. All the grooves right there, so your yeah. your roller goes right through. Perfect. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That is the letter R us dot com. Boom. Done. Perfect. How about that? Look at you go. I'm getting good at this. Now. It only took me four years. <laughs> yeah. But let's get right down. To it, I'm excited to talk with this gentleman. You've heard him on multiple shows. He's an embedded correspondent on the Barbecue Central show. He has been helping the boys, Len and Jeff, at Baseball and Barbecue out as a guest host. Um, Rogue Cookers on Facebook. 
and, you know, competition and the whole barbecue scene. Coming out of Bolverde, Texas, Mr. Doug Shining. Doug, what's happening, brother? Man, happy to be on, Johnny. Thank you for having me. I <laughs> oh man, thank it. you for t- make, taking some time. You got once again. I once again, I gotta really dig deep in some of the guests because I just you got a jam packed day. Oh, You're yeah. with me I, now. I set it up that way. I set it up, but you're first. You're first. <laughs> I Coming appreciate in a starting pitcher, Johnny Matt. <laughs> New Hampshire. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate that. Um, so first and foremost, for anybody who doesn't know you, uh, who is Doug Shiding? How did you, what was your barbecue journey like getting into it? And also up to now with Rogue Cookers. I'll try to give you the condensed version because I've given pieces. I don't know if I've given the whole kind of three-part scenario ever. So Doug Shiding, recovering engineer, aerospace engineer, did that for 20 years, and uh, that got tired of being behind a desk. So actually, my day job is business brokerage and equipment appraisals. So uh, I like to say I do that from seven to uh, to three or so, and then I do barbecue five to nine, and on on the weekends, and you know a little bit uh, extra in between. But uh, I got, I never used to cook, and I, I uh, you know used to play competitive tennis, hurt my knee. Didn't, uh, couldn't do that anymore, but, uh, um, I had a smoky mountain. Someone got it for me and, you know, as a present or something, I used that thing three times, hated it. So I went back to my microwave. I was microwave <laughs> boy is what my wife used to call me, but, uh, bottle links, grill, gas grill, high end grill, which by the way, I never use anymore. Um, <laughs> and, and I, uh, I was watching TV, you know, I was a food network st- star. I've got a crush on Bobby Flay, Alton Brown, you know, a few others, mm-hmm. but, uh, I watched Aaron McCargo. If you remember him, big daddy's house, he was from yes. New Orleans, had the earrings. All right. When he won the, I think season four of the food network star. And so he had a show big daddy's house. So I was watching him, uh, make some ribs and he had put Coke in it when he wrapped his ribs. And to this day, I still use Coke. Yeah. But anyway, when he wrapped his, I'm like, and the day before, oddly enough, we have a, a spare car that I hardly use and the battery gets corroded. I just cleaned the battery terminals with Coke. And I'm like, damn, yeah. that'll probably, uh, that'll <laughs> probably tenderize some meat while you're, while you're cooking. So I, I started getting in, but then, of course, at that time, it's probably 2008. I was, I was using the, using the, the oven. Fantasy baseball draft. I, I, we have a throwdown, you know, cooking throwdown. So that our first one was ribs. I thought my ribs tasted better, but that my competitor had smoke on it. And so that kind of put a bug in my ear. And uh, I watched uh, actually John Marcus. I've, I figured it out again. John Marcus on the, on the Barbecue Central show, which by the way is big shoes to fill since Greg was on last, last week, yeah. the goat. But uh, he did a, a show called All Star Barbecue Showdown with Chris Lilly and stuff. And so yeah. I actually saw that the same weekend my neighbor had asked me to participate in a month or so of a barbecue competition. So I'm like, yeah, 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 bucket list. We'll do it once. So we practiced and stuff went down there and uh, 
uh, it was an IBCA event and, uh, lo and behold, we got third place, two belt buckles, second, uh, ribs, third in, uh, his ribs, my brisket, and we got third out of 53 teams. And so then that's when the hook was kind of set. So then we, we actually started cooking and I cooked with him for four years and then, uh, and then broke off into 20, 2013 and, and, uh, and formed road cookers. So I don't think I've ever kind of put, put it all together. <laughs> Those are kind of the three steps. Oh. Uh, of me getting into barbecue. Perfect, perfect, perfect. In your opinion, oh, what would traditional barbecue be? Tra- well, now this is a religious question. We're already right. getting into religion, right? Hey, I, 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 I appreciate it. I, I, I it's the hard hitting questions. Yeah. Well, all right, let's go back. You know, uh, recently there was the best moments of on the barbecue, the central where there were the argument between Meathead and Greg of what barbecuing is, you know, barbecuing to me is the overarching umbrella. Yes. You know, up in New York and not hating New York or anything, but a lot of times people say barbecuing up there is burgers and, and, and others, you know, thin things that I don't know what the name is, but uh, sometimes called hot dogs. Guy Chisholm, that's for you. But anyway, so barbecuing is overarching. I mean, you know, it could be high, it can be low. Smoking is, uh, you know, to me, smoking is low. Hot and fast is kind of, you know, 350 and, 350 and above. So last summer, I'm the geek, went, went to Cabo, went to the beach, went to the pool, and I read Robert Moss's History of Barbecue. And then back to back, I read Adrian Miller's black smoke yeah and it was just fantastic and so you know barbecuing goes way back and how they did it and and a lot of times you know barbecuing back then was hot and fast as well so you know some low and slow but uh you know so it it really kind of depends on your background where you where you live and and uh, what you consider barbecuing so um that's a long answer but it's complicated it is it is a very complicated question because like like you said especially you know me being up here in the northeast that term barbecue is, you know, just like you said, some burgers and dogs on the grill, that, that's, that's a barbecue. You know, at exactly. least me growing up, it was, oh, we're going to have a barbecue. Oh, yeah, aunts and uncles and cousins are coming over. We're going to have a barbecue. And that was, it was burgers, dogs, maybe some steaks on occasion. Steaks, and pork chops, maybe. Yeah, pork chops yeah. and chicken. That was, that was barbecue. Then you, then you eventually started going on vacation. And you start going down south, and it's like, oh, wait, wait, what is this brisket? I don't know what that is, but it tastes delicious. <laughs> and, you know, then you get into it, and then, then like you said, with, with, bar- with barbecue uh, pitmasters and all-stars and smoke, all those. Right. You know, you get the, the, the famous last words, I can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and you know, then you, then you really get into it, and then – you know, so that barbecue, I like how you said it, is the umbrella. And then you got the little branches, depending on, it's, it's regionality. You know, you got grilling, you know, which is more hot and fast. And then, and then you've got smoking, you know, which is, which is underneath it. But barbecuing is the overarching. Is the over under. I love that answer. I love that answer. So on the com- competition circuit, how long have you been done that? Because I see some hardware behind you. I'm not quite sure what that is over your left shoulder, but I definitely know over your right one, I believe our friend Clarence Joseph calls oh, yes. that the, uh, the, the, the bow leg trophy. 
yes. which would be from the Houston Livestock Rodeo. That's that's Houston, yes. So how how long have you been on the barbecue circuit and competition, and what made you want to start competing? Well, the uh, uh, that first contest we talked about was was back in two thousand and nine with my neighbor September of two thousand nine um, down here in in San Antonio. So um, that was our first one, and then we actually cooked on a borrowed pit that night had a grease fire at two o'clock. We didn't even know enough. We had the, we had it, you know, tilted. So the grease was going into the, the fire. Firebox. Box. So at 2 AM, you know, I just was going to sit down and, you know, rest my eyes a little bit. And all of a sudden we hear this fire and we pop up and, you know, we were cooking fat side down and that's another, you know, reason to cook fat side down towards the heat. Cause it protected our meat that day. And yep. it wound up getting there. We could barely cut through with an electric knife that, that, uh, the fat on the bottom, but, uh, um, so, you know, started doing that and, um, you know, cook with, with on offsets for a while. We, we eventually, he bought a, a gator pit and I bought a trailer and I built the trailer out as a uh, kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I had the trailer, he had, he had the gator pit cooked on that for, you know, three, four years and, and, uh, and did quite well. That's what Clarence, you know, Clarence, our buddy, Clarence Joseph, uh, got first until he got the, uh, the second mistress, his Jambo. Yes. So I thought he'd never <laughs> give up that thing, but, uh, so we, we did that for a while. And then I actually uh, did pretty well at a contest without my partner. And, and he kicked me off the team and said, when you made the rogue decision to cook your own recipe is when you decided you're no longer part of the team and thus the name rogue cookers. Okay. And so that was uh, the San Antonio rodeo got second brisket, 16th and chicken and fourth overall out of 300 teams. And you know, our buddy CJ has won that a couple of times. Yep. And uh, so my, my best showing is obviously that fourth, but uh, so that, you know, end of that year and the beginning of, of 2013 is when I started cooking. I cooked on barrels for a while, like the okay. smokers. And, uh, I actually used to make them. Um, that's, that's kind of what I learned on once I started, you know, getting, uh, getting the, the need to kind of use smoking as, you know, smoke as a, as an accent. And, um, so I made them for a while, you know, did them for fundraisers and, you know, neighbors and things like that. But, uh, uh, went to a contest when, you know, it doesn't get cold down here too much, but you know, this was in January and wind was, was blowing and it was, you know, below 30 degrees and I never could get my barrels to settle. And it was the white, nasty, billowy smoke Yeah, and all weekend. And my food tasted like charcoal. And I said, this, I'm not going to blow 800 to a thousand dollars on another contest and have my food taste like charcoal. Mm-hmm. So when we had, uh, we got asked to cook the Jack in, in, uh, late 2013 and, uh, as a cook by the Houston rodeo, um, winner and we went and they had pellet cookers we had never really even seen or heard of pellet cookers. And a lot of them are like, man, these people are professionals. They do this all the time. And they all had a, uh, pellet cooker in their arsenal. So that's where the bug got in my ear. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy one. So I went to the mall, bought a Traeger, you know, a thousand bucks. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, you know, I always sell it on Craigslist if I don't like it and stuff. And so again, I, I went and cooked a, a Western wood event, 150 teams and, uh, uh, wound up, I think I got 14th in ribs and 12th in, in brisket cooked everything on one pit. And, uh, you know, at 150 teams, I'm like, okay, I can do it. And, I, it was about a couple of years. I mean, people, I think I was the first one to cook exclusively all three meats, 
all all turn ins on a on a Traeger here in Texas. Uh-huh. First couple of years, people complained. Promoters would come, and I know I got to check it out. I'm like, it lights the fire once. Yes, it's auger controlled, but you know. If we're going to throw throw out the electricity, let's throw out the barbecue gurus and stuff like that. It's a barbecue yeah. contest. It's not a fire management contest, is, yep. is what I used to say. Um, in fact, that's a good quote. I'm going to put that yeah. on the website. And, then, then, so, and that's a great point, too, of, you know, you need the electricity to run the pit, but you also do need the electricity to run the gurus and the, you know, the other fan-assisted stuff. Fans. You know, the, yeah. You know, Thermo, you know, remote thermometers, you know, you name it. I mean, there's, you know, there's all kinds of, so anyway, you know, just, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I'd be for allowing people to use, uh, propane and I'm one of the, you know, use whatever you want. If you can cook better barbecue on, on a gas grill and, and it beats mine, then we need, then I need to do better. So I, I've, I've always competed all my life. I'm, you know, I'm always goal oriented. And so, um, when I couldn't play tennis anymore, this took the, the, the replacement of, of playing tennis. Um, I actually played one time at the U S open courts, uh, up, up at Flushing Meadows okay. one time we won, we won the, the USTA local, we won state. And then one year it happened to be up there. So, um, that was, that was actually probably one of the thrills of my tennis career, but, uh, but anyway, so I, I like to compete and to me, it just, you know, uh, it's, and I say, it's like golf, you know, you do what you can do that day and, you know, let the chips, chips fly, but, uh, uh, you can't worry about other people and what they're doing. So, you know, forget the shigging. Oh yeah. 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 (laughs) You know, I, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, if you go to a competition and you start going, Oh, this team X is here. Team A is here. Team J is here. You've already lost. No, exactly. You know, I mean, no. I will look to see who's got the white billowy smoke coming out. Yeah. I'm like, okay, they're probably not going to walk, walk too much, but that's actually why I started listening to the barbecue central show years back. Not when he, I think, you know, he was 08 or so, but like, uh, it was like in 09 when I started listening to him, I wanted to bring outside flavors in and not use the same flavors that everybody else was. So like, actually that's my, my chicken. I used Harry Sue's jailbird chicken yeah. on my, on my chicken. No one was using it in Texas uh, at that time. And it had a different taste, taste it had to a it, different yeah. look, a different flavor. And that's one of the reasons I, I, I started getting into barbecue podcasts, specifically barbecue central show in the beginning and the round tables that he would have. And I'd listen to those things five, six times. Mm-hmm. Making so, making uh, notes every time. Yeah, you know, you yeah. The, you know, the Darren Worths and you know, and so anyway, so Jim Elsers and stuff. So yeah, Rod Gray and yeah, yeah. All, all the biggies from back then. Yeah, because because I I sit there like I said watching uh, listening to the different shows, but but watching Pitmasters and All Stars and yes, and I I I I'd sit there with a with a notepad next to me and just watching because on the weekends. It's on from Saturday afternoon till Sunday night, just on yes. a rotation. So you see yes. the same ones over and over. And they, for some reason, they never got old. But I'd be sitting there, and I think it was, might have been one of the All-Stars. And it was, it was funny because it was, it was Mo Case on. And when he was still cooking on strictly the eggs. So this is oh, at the beginning. Yeah, that is going back. And it shows in the trailer. And, you know, most of the stuff on the label would have – you know the 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 electric tape over it tape, or duct yeah. tape, uh-huh. but in one of the episodes you could see half a two bottles of 
Each one was a half of a blues hog barbecue sauce as he was making the sauces. It's like, okay, blues hog, look into that. <laughs> you know, and, and you, you just started. Right. I started using blues yeah. hog for the, the same reason and, and other rubs and, you know, butcher's barbecue. Yep. And, you know, back, I, I used the fab uh, uh, B, you know, yep. uh, back in the day for injection and stuff. So I, I was bringing those, you know, and experimenting, you know, being an engineer by education, I like to experiment and do, you know, different things, tweak a variable, uh, uh, or two. So yeah, that's, that's exactly. And and I was like you, I had my little, you know, my little Apple nano sixth generation, my small one. And when I worked outside in the, uh, we've got five acres, we live in the sticks, you know, in Bulverde, Texas, but, but, uh, you know, uh, there's always trees to cut trim. Mm-hmm. There's always, you know, weeds. So anyway, I'd, I'd, I'd work outside for two, three, four hours. And I just listened to the podcasts, uh, uh, through that medium and stuff. And so that, yeah, that's actually, um, how I, you know, a lot of people take classes now. That's the, the, the original way of taking a class is listening to, you know, to podcasts and stuff that, oh, yeah. uh, that you can learn information from. Oh yeah. Cause you know, by day I'm, I'm a mailman, so I'm by myself oh, right. all, all, I'm by myself all day. So that's all I do. I got the whole list of all the barbecue podcasts. I just go right down the line, right down the line till, you know, till, till I finish all the week, you know, it gets me through the whole week. And then, you know, every day there's a new one coming in and, you know, and picking up little things, you know, t- they're talking with this guy, guy, this lady, this restaurateur, and just picking up the things. So I'm constantly in school, uh, you know, and, awesome. and, I, and, I, and, I, and I love it because it's like, oh, I'm going to try that. Right. Well, that's I an love in- to learn. Yeah. Love to learn. So with the barbecue rubs, you actually have a couple coming out. Um, sometime this year, don't you? Yeah, we're, we're actually in the final stages of, uh, I've got, uh, a brisket rub that's been finalized. And, uh, right now I'm working on an all purpose, uh, rub okay. that, uh, that, that I've been working on for a few years. And, uh, I just got a final, final, uh, shipment, uh, well, another shipment of, a uh, another take on it and we're, I'm going to cook with it. Uh, I've got my outlaws coming in this weekend. So I figured that I'm going to be need needing to be by the grill quite yeah. a bit this weekend. Absolutely. Is what I'm Absolutely. Um, <laughs> do you got, you got any time frame or idea over a relate release date? Well, I think, I think we're, uh, we're close to settling it in and, you know, I think, so now I've got to get, you know, the labels designed and then get the plates and then get some of those. And then I think we'd be ready to go. Okay. So working, working with a pretty large co-packer on that. So, you know, I'm, I'm part of, uh, you know, I'm sponsored by, you know, I'm a consultant to Traeger and a consultant to head country. So I'm doing it through, through head country. Okay. And, uh, uh, you know, so yeah, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. That'll be good. That'd be definitely checking that out. Those out. Um, I never thought I'd make a rub. Because here's here's the thing. I used to make my own rubs back in the beginning, but I my supplier changed smoked paprika, and my ribs weren't were off for about three four months. And I finally tracked it down that they were using a different. I can't I can't ever have consistency in that. But yeah. commercial rubs you should have consistency in, and and so that's why I, I like to use mainly commercial rubs. Yeah. But when I'm I'm cooking for myself for catering or backyard, a lot of times I'll. I'll just use my own. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll play around here or there. You know, people have asked me, you ever think about doing your own? And I'm like, yeah, you know, playing around. But it's just with, with me, it's it's so everything's so hectic. 
you know, being, well, being a mailman, I'm working six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Yeah. So uh-huh. I got Sunday. I got Saturday night and Sunday, you know. So to sit there and try to finagle and play with the rubs, there's, you know, there's a, like you said, a lot of them, there's so many rubs on the market today, and there's so many that are incredible. Everyone's done the heavy lifting for me. There's too many. There's so, too many. But then after using them for a while, you think, I think I can do a little better. Yeah. And, I, and, the, and so, you know, <laughs> so, but I, I always mix and match. Yeah. So like my brisket, I normally have three, you know, commercial rubs that I'd normally use. Yeah. You know, so now, so uh, yeah, it's all, it's all mix and matching. Most people under season their meat and they, they need to put more seasoning on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a different story. Events coming up. What, so what, what do you got coming up? You know, we're at the, be, you know, technically the beginning of summer, so, you know, at least calendar-wise. We're blazing hot. <laughs> Normally, well, our last event for the sum- before summer is, is Memorial Day, Bandera Rodeo. I've, done, I, I've, I've only done three. That was going to be my fourth one of the year. I did the San Antonio Rodeo, um, Houston Rodeo, and then, and then I did a, another one, a uh, fundraiser for tortoises. Okay. Um, I, I'm all about the animals, not necessarily. I don't have kids. So when, you know, all this stuff, kids stuff, but, uh, I, yeah, they didn't have the Bandera rodeo. So, and then all of a sudden we started having August weather in June this year. Yeah. We had over a, I mean, it was the hottest June on record down here. I, I about half, half the days were hundred degrees. So I I've gone to cook-offs and I've, I've, I've lost my last seven pounds at a cook-off, you know, cooking for 36 hours. So I'll take it off till September and, uh, we'll do a couple couple of uh, cooking events this September, but um, um, I am doing the Santa Barbara Wine and Barbecue Festival oh, in, two, okay. in two weeks. So we, I had met a James Beard voting member. He knew this guy in California that has these festivals. And so I helped him bring barbecue into a beer and barbecue festival. They thought barbecue would go better. And so they have a competition. So I was telling them how, you know, so I was kind of their consultant for the first year, telling them how to organize the competition. They had like 10 restaurants that competed and things. And so I was, you know, with the head judge and kind of ran, it was obviously non-sanctioned, but uh, uh, so did that for, for three years, then COVID hit. And then last year they put, wine into the barbecue time slot because they make more money on wine and people loved it. We, we served brisket to the VIPs. We, we took uh, Texas brisket. I was amazed. This is in Santa Barbara. I was amazed at probably at least 10%, maybe 15, 20% of people didn't had really never had good Texas brisket. And, oh. and they would get it, you know, the, is this tri-tip, tri-tip? Oh, yeah. Tri-tip yeah. is king out in California. It's king out there. Yeah. And in fact, I the, when I got off the plane, our first meal off, I got tri-tip. And no, what, lo and behold, it was great. It was sliced thin because it was overdone and it was great. And I'm like, oh, gosh, you can't even do tri-tip right. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, so people are yeah, like, oh, this is brisket, you know, because it's such a tender mouthfeel yeah. as compared to uh, tri-tip, you know, because tri-tip is more like a steak, you know, cooking medium rare if you, if you do it, uh, or at least that's the way I do it. So anyway, it was a huge hit. And on the, on the, the uh, news that night, I, I know the, uh, I was actually staying with the, the guy that, uh, runs and owns the, 
the event and they led with barbecue and the, and the wine people led with, but he goes, okay, okay. You're in with, you're in with the wine and barbecue, <laughs> which is fantastic. Cause I used to be on the wine society of Texas board of directors. Perfect. So, and we have a wine room. I have, uh, I have hundreds of bottles of wine. Let's just say, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say how many, but uh, uh, anyway, so wine is, is perfect for us. And so we're actually going to go up there. We're going to spend a day before, I'll cook Friday night, do the event, and then we'll spend a day after. Got some uh, competition friends from Chicago that were on the team, Girls Gone Wild, Joellen and Mike. They're actually coming down. Uh, on their nickel and helping me out and stuff. And so, yeah, we, uh, it's, it's a great event. It's right on the beach, uh, palm trees and, you know, 80 degree weather. So, yeah. I was, yeah I'll be, with wine I'll be and that. the barbecue, who would, who the hell was I listening to the other day? Uh, oh, Billy, um, from New York. Was it, was it hometown barbecue? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. That's he is, he, Billy is huge wine guy. And that's when he was, he did an entire episode and they were just talking wine. And he goes, he goes, I prefer having wine with my barbecue over a cold beer or, you know, over anything. He goes, it just goes perfect. He goes, you just, you gotta, he goes, I forget the, he goes, it sounds weird, but it is an, an incredible match. Well, everyone knows Cabernet and steak. You yeah. Know, so Cabernet Sauvignon and, and steak and stuff. I actually like Barbera and Red Zinfandel with red meat. So, you know, you can drink uh, like a Viognier or Sauvignon Blanc with fish and uh, and that'll go, you know, go really well. But uh, with meat, you've got to have a red wine. You know, people have what uh, rosés for thanksgiving or yeah. pinot noir with with turkey you know that's a common match that that you have it have at thanksgiving and stuff so you know i drank a lot of beer when i was younger but uh i drink uh drink wine but you know friday nights are reserved for bourbon there you go there you go <laughs> nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that and i know uh you know i've mentioned clarence a couple times cj likes a little bourbon so does you know yep. some of my other friends darwin and Peter, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. for yeah. sure yeah oh let's see marty what's happening larry gray rhino oh bill purvis chicken fried barbecue uh, Bro- chicken fried. brother randy randy salinas what's happening chapin oh guy chisholm guy we'll get to you guy, in a, in a couple of minutes uh Pat, Peter, Mike C, Luke, Max Baez. What's up, brother? Big Rome, Ken Smith. <coughs> yeah, we got a good amount today. The boys are rolling in. So it is 4th of July weekend coming up. So if we all got the invite to the Road Cookers 4th of July bash, what's going on the grill? What's going on the smoker? I, it's my father-in-law's 80th birthday and on July 1st, Friday. And, um, uh, my mother-in-law passed away. It would have been their 60th anniversary, but my wife and I got married on their anniversary. So it'll be our 33rd. So obviously I got to do uh, 33 years married. So she's put up with me for a long, long ass time. Um, I am going to cook uh, an E3 meat company. If you've heard of E3 meat, yeah, Kansas, Kansas city, E3, uh, Adam LaRoche, Adam LaRoche. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spent a little ta- little time with the socks. Yep. Oh, he, he did. Yeah. He did do well with the, yeah. with the socks. I think so, he was yeah, with us so. one, one summer. I think he, um, 
he's it's an amazing story i mean you know married his high school sweetheart lived in a shack when he was making millions of dollars on his yeah. in-laws property and stuff and after he got out he bought bought it all bought all the neighboring property around has 1200 acres in fort scott and uh, and raises cattle yeah. and yeah they 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 grade out at over 60% uh uh, prime, which is kind of unheard of, heard of, you know, from a, from a uh, private ranch. So I'm going to be cooking brisket and beef ribs. That's going on the, on, that's the menu, uh, for Friday. Um, I'm going to do, I'm going to try a few new things. Well, I've I, Frito pie for the kids. Cause I've got some nephews that are coming in. So I've got, you know, some Frito pie going on with some ground meat. I think I'm going to, I've been really into hamburgers this year. My wife talked me into hamburger hump day. So I've got, uh, some hamburgers that I'm going to to do. I just turned in a recipe for uh, it was a Food Network recipe uh, that uh, you had to blend mushrooms in 25% mushrooms in with your meat, and then Ooh. and then turn in. Yeah, it was pretty good. So I actually did a uh, uh, I called it the Texas Smokehouse. It's a blended mushroom and bacon burger. So I blended some bacon along with mushrooms uh, with with the meat, and uh, and then uh, put some crispy onions on it. Um, American cheese, uh, actually uh, cheddar cheese, and uh, and some chorizo. So it's uh, it, it's actually a pretty pretty good looking burger, but good taste. Nice. So I'm gonna do that, and then, uh, gosh, I'm gonna do. Oh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try something new, chicharron de ribeye. So Ooh. you fry that's you know the steak tips, you know that that you get the cuttings and stuff. Yeah. So I'm gonna fry those in some tallow and and oil. And then you put that on on a bed of of guacamole as and you use that as a, a dip. So it, oh, we wow. went to Mexico and I saw that on the menu and and um, uh, I did I had already ordered and someone else got it and I was like I'm going to try that at home. So that that'll be my, kind of my new experimental my new experimental uh, recipe or you know dinner yep. that I make or so appetizers probably. So yeah, so yeah. That's that's probably about it. I, I I bet y'all have a few baseball sirloins or some sort of steaks. Oh in yeah, there too. oh yeah. yeah. You know, now with it being the Fourth of July, I always t- take a time <laughs> out for myself around noontime, and to watch one of my favorite sporting events of the year, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Championship. Are you going to? <laughs> yes. Yeah, the gluttony. What is going on? Or do you have any? What's the deal with hot dogs? Because our, our, our boy guy had messaged me yesterday going, listen, you need to ask about a nice hot dog recipe. So what's the deal with hot dogs? <laughs> I, I had a moment. Uh, you know, I got asked about hot dogs and if I liked them and I kind of went into a rant about <laughs> how I don't like hot dogs. The only time you eat a hot dog is when you're at a baseball game okay. and you, you know, put a lot of chili, you know, a Chicago dog, you know, and, and just that is the only time. Maybe if you're on the streets of New Orleans, maybe, but hot dogs have no taste. They have no taste. You have to have an accompaniment of, of, of things on it to make it taste like anything. People, fight me on this how can you be this way and and uh, i mean i even went on and i had just got back from the beach and i said my i was lucky my friend didn't ask me to cook hot dogs for his kids because <laughs> i take pride that a hot dog hot dog sausage is different 
hot dog. Doesn't taste like anything, and it's never been on any of my Traegers. Never. Okay. All right. Oh. All right. All right. No, you're getting me riled up, and, and but, yeah, guy. Yes. Well, I'm also gonna go throw throw you a little bit of a curveball on this okay, one. Please do. Please do. Um, I was talking to a, a mutual friend of ours Uh-oh. today, uh, <laughs> Steve Ray. From the Owl's Nest Barbecue Show. Who? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ottawa, no, Ottawa, Tennessee. Yeah, the, the one and the same. Obviously, he says hello. And Howdy, Steve. He was talking. He was on Ken Smith, who was in the chat. Uh, he Ken has a podcast, uh, Faces the Places, where he'll he'll hop on his motorcycle and go to these. The little towns in ten, around the Tennessee area, and, ch- and check out like a little brewery or a mom and a pop, um, you know, five and dime store, or you know, or a, uh, like a watermelon, a watermelon, or some type of festival, some of yeah. pumpkin festival. But Steve, Steve was saying he's been toying around with hot dogs lately by using what they call dirty water. So he'll be taking different barbecue rubs, putting, diluting them in the water, then boiling or steaming the dogs in there and is saying that it's adding more flavor to the dogs. Do you have an opinion on this theory? Well, I'm, I'm guessing if he's doing that, well, two things. Number one, if, I, if he's doing that, he's still boiling his ribs. And I've told him <laughs> for years, stop boiling your ribs. Secondly, if you want to try to impart flavor into a damn hot dog, then put rub in while you're boiling it. <laughs> How's that? Perfect. He's proving my point. Yeah, yeah he technically <laughs> is. But yeah, we he's proving yeah, the point. We, Dirty water, right? Yeah, we, right. We, we we got a little chuckle when we were on the phone about that. I'm going, oh, I go, yeah. Steve, oh, I'm yeah. bringing up oh, your yeah. dirty water hot dog trick. He goes, oh, he goes, definitely. He goes, you, you'll get a you'll get a little bit of a rise out of him. I'm, like, All I'm right. sorry if I gave up his secret about him boiling ribs. Too. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize for letting that out. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, so while we're while we're we're coming to the end here. But I would be amiss. How did you get into the podcast game? You know, with Barbecue Central, with with baseball and barbecue. The uh, when when we won, you know, I was a vote fan of Barbecue Central show, et cetera. And then, you know, when when we happened to to win the the Houston Rodeo, um, and I beat the goat, Darren Worth. Lord knows how, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, Greg, Greg gets the people, you know, winners, you know, uh, of the large majors on and stuff. And so he asked me to come on. And so I came, uh, came onto the show. And so I think I did well enough. I stopped on the side of the road cause I was actually driving back from, from Houston, um, uh, their opening ceremonies of the rodeo and stuff. And so he, he talked to me afterwards and said, Hey, I'm trying to branch out from KCBS. Cause you, you remember he used to be KCBS and NBN and yeah. Florida you know, barbecue that was back in, in, in early, you know, 2015. So this is February, 2015. And Hey, I'd like you to, to kind of report and be my Texas reporter. 
um, and better correspondent, if you will, for Texas and kind of update me on th- all things going on in Texas barbecue. So I got him, you know, I got him some guests and I'd come on quarterly and kind of give him an update of kind of contests and, and, and different events and things that were going on in, in Texas and, you know, what new bar, you know, barbecue sanctioning body had started or closed that year, <laughs> you know, since we yeah. have five right now, but different story. So anyway, so I, that's actually how I got started with, uh, with podcasting and as a business broker, I actually had been contacted by our, our I America and they wanted us to do a 13 episode, uh, series on business brokerage on different topics and stuff. So I had done it, uh, you know, as uh, myself, but we had producers kind of online and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I had done it. So I had toyed around with it some, and, uh, that's how I got in. And then, you know, I think he had a round table with myself and Clint Cantwell and Patrick Paquette. I think we were, that was the third one. So that was kind of the precursor of the, of the, uh, the embedded correspondent segment. And then he, you know, Greg made that a, a regular. And so that's when I started p- appearing on that on that show. And then, uh, I was a guest on, on baseball and barbecue and got along well with, with Lynn, Jeff. And, you know, my favorite baseball moment is being at the, uh, no hitter, the, the Mets, you know, no hitter with, uh, Johan Santana. Yeah. I, 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 I've been to 16 of the, ba- you know, ballparks I've been in fantasy for, you know, 22 years as, as we talked about, you know, the, the throwdown at the fan mm-hmm. live fantasy draft and stuff like that. So, um, you know, played baseball when I was a kid, some, and so, you know, I love baseball. Now I do. Um, and I'm a, you know, car, uh, uh, we travel with friends that are the Cardinals and I'm a Cubs fan. So, uh, I could talk about, about both and we just kind of hit it off. So yeah, that's kind of how it is. Perfect. 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 Yeah. Cause I know, I know we set it up today that, you know, you got, you got on with me, then you going, you know, a couple little while with, a guest host with 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 uh, Len and Jeff, uh, uh, yeah, and, and, then, then, and then with Greg the, this evening, yeah. So and, uh, embedded correspondent. So I'll be I'll be on as Greg says for the 79th time with baseball and barbecue. But uh, <laughs> hey, if I can, yeah, I'm going to shout out two of your sponsors. Absolutely, yeah, Magna Chef. Those things are the bomb. The, uh, those are fantastic. I know yeah. Alfred. I actually uh, uh, have two or three pairs of them. And, um, a guy gave, gave me my first pair and I'm like, these are great. Cause I always used to lose my glove. Yeah. You know, it's got the magnet and everything. And it's much better than my other, you know, and it's, it's just fantastic. And then the other one is, uh, is Ryan of backline. He built, he was building wild pits years ago. Yeah. I went to a, uh, it's the beautiful wiener dog race, um, and barbecue competition. They actually race, uh, wiener dogs. They have like oh. 600 yeah, and it's held in conjunction <laughs> with this barbecue. It's one of my fit and wife's favorite place, uh, <laughs> events to go to. So it's hilarious. So, uh, I, I, I met, that's actually where I met and he was cooking on some spider looking, you know, pit. I'm like, what is this guy going to do? He actually placed and got a couple of calls and, uh, just saw him recently. And, uh, he was making a birch barrel before birch barrel came out, where, Yeah, you know, it's got the barrel and, you know, he had a tripod and everything. He had one at the San Antonio rodeo. I cooked next to he and, uh, and JB, uh, yep. Martin barbecue. So I, I, I cooked next to them, this, uh, at the San Antonio rodeo. Fantastic guy. He builds great stuff. Oh yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Doug, thank you so much for taking the time. This has been an awesome conversation with you. You know, just thank you so much. Where can everybody find you on social media? 
social media, I am rogue cookers across the board. I, I spend most time, more time on Instagram. So I, I post, uh, almost every day. Um, usually, you know, five, six times a week, at least, uh, most of the time, uh, every day rogue cookers on Facebook. I've got a group on Facebook. I'm going to start, uh, I'm going to start doing some YouTube stuff. I've got a website actually, that's going to launch next week. So okay. people go to www.roguecookers.com. That'll have my events, upcoming events and things like that. And uh, partners who I'm associated with, Traeger, uh, Head Country, and E3. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Doug, thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Ha- oh, my pleasure. My honor. Uh, I'll stick around one second. Let me just close out. I'll jump right on back on with you and close it out with you. Sounds great. All right. Chrissy. Johnny. You all packed, ready to go? You're on Not vacation yet. next week. I know. I'm going to be in North Carolina. Chia wine, mm-hmm. Duke's mayonnaise. Yeah. You will not be disappointed. Oh, I thought that was your order. I'm bringing you a case no, of each no, back. No, no, no. I'm working on the chia wine. I you, need to know where the good barbecue bar- is. I'm going to work. I'm going to, I'm going to call. Right. Uh, I'm actually going to call Matt Hussey, the Hungry Hussey, okay. and get his... Because I think he's in that area, too. Right. So I will write it down, and I will get with him. Then I will get with you. But enjoy your time away. Thank you so much. Everyone have a happy and safe fourth. There will be a show next week. Yep. We recorded it last week mm-hmm. with uh, Kel Phelps from Barbecue News and yep. the NBBQA. Great conversation. So 5 o'clock next week. I will not disappoint you in There will be a brand new episode coming out. And I'll somehow be here, even though I'm in North Carolina. Yes. And I will miraculously be here because I'll still be out on the road day after the holiday and all the vacation starts. So, That's how committed we are. We're here, but we're not here. Figure that. We're magical. I know. And on that note, Chrissy, let's get the hell out of here. Oh, okay. Should I play the music part? (laughs) Yeah, let's do that. That's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have all our episodes right at your fingertips. On social media, find me at all the links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Everybody, enjoy the 4th. Stay safe. Fire up those grills. Put some smoke in the air. And until we see you next time, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.